trails is the road to the track. If it's running, you'll find it right here on Trail Tales ARP. Run wild. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Trail Tales ARP. I am your host, Sean Sobon. And with me today, I have Henry Verschuren. He is the run director of the third annual Brampton Run for Veterans. Uh, for the Royal Canadian Legion, the Major William Dwight Sharp, which is Branch 15. Um, Henry, welcome to the show. Thanks for being here today. Thank you very much for inviting me, and um, we really appreciate you uh, having us on to talk about this run. Yeah, absolutely. I'm I'm happy to have you on the show. I think the run is very important. It's something that is going to support our veterans. And uh, I couldn't I couldn't support our veterans more than I do. Um, so anything I can do to help, uh, how little it may be, is uh, is definitely uh, worth worth the effort. So uh, let's get into our conversation. But before we do that, Henry, we'll just have a quick disclaimer. We did record this uh, interview a day ago, I guess, and uh, just the audio wasn't great. So we're we're doing it again, take two, and uh, you know it's it'll be fun the second time around, anyways. It's always fun the second time around. I hope I get the answers right second time around. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Eh? <laughs> so, uh, Henry, let's start off. Um, just I wanted to ask you a question personally um, with your running. Have you ever been a runner? Or are you currently running right now? Uh, I don't run now unless you count hobbling quickly with a cane as running. Uh, but no, I, I ran when I was going to get enforcement. It was part of our fitness requirements. We had to run, you know. Um, the mile in so many minutes, etc. But uh, no, I don't run now. Okay. Um, back back in your service days, did you enjoy the running part of your your training, or was it just uh, something you didn't look forward to? Uh, yeah, no, I did enjoy it. Um, sometimes we didn't. I didn't uh, look forward to it uh, because it depends on whether we were just running or we were running with full, you know, backpacks and weighted down and etc. That was a bit more brutal. Um, but uh, no, because it was, it was a team thing. And, and, and so we went out as a group and, and, and we worked together and we helped each other and we motivated each other. And that was a really good thing. That's, that's super important. I'm assuming with your runs, um, you weren't in comfortable running shoes. Were you probably running in your military boots? Oh yeah, we were running in combat boots, yeah. Yeah, Most yeah. of the time. Now, when we had to do our annual fitness test, that was in fitness gear, running shoes and sorts of things. But yeah, most of the time we ran with... with, with uh, with combat boots on yeah awesome awesome so so you do you know have a, have a bit of a history in running there obviously under certain uh circumstances not really so much for pleasure i guess more for uh <laughs> pain if you will or training but uh very important uh when you're serving in the military to be fit so um that's great so so now you're you're involved with the uh royal canadian legion how long have you been uh, part of the legion uh, about 20 years Okay, 20 years. And, and this year is the third annual run for veterans. So let me ask, how did how did this run come to fruition? Um, I came up with the idea because of family members, I've got a lot of family members who are runners, and, and they're running like all the time, several times a week, but always attending events on the weekends, etc. And I thought this is a good way to raise the profile of the Legion. Uh, veterans more importantly than the Legion itself um, and um, might also turn out to be a good fundraiser an alternative revenue source. That's great and uh, 
you know, in times like this with all the lockdowns and everything, um, trying to generate revenue is, I guess, super important because there's still bills to pay, right, and everything. And, and you know, I think the Legion and veterans, they kind of go hand in hand because the Legion is fully supported by, by the members. Is that correct? Absolutely. Um, and, and so Legion members are either veterans themselves or family members of veterans. And, there's, um, and also Legion members can be people who just support the cause. Um, but that, so you don't have to have a veteran connection, but the majority of them are. Okay, that's great to know. Um, so with, with your branch of the Legion in Brampton, um, how, many, how many veterans are active within the Legion today? So we, there are two Legions in Brampton, uh, one in Bramalee, and we are on the west side of Highway 410, if you're familiar with Brampton. So about half of Brampton, and we've got a little over 50 veterans uh, okay. of varying ages. Okay, so what what kind of range do you have with the ages of the veterans there? Oh, we've got veterans from um, uh, late to uh, early 30s, right up to, uh, our, I think our oldest one is 103, got another one who's 102, uh, um, et cetera, it, it, well in their 90s, but the majority of our veterans are from late 20s to mid 40s. Okay, so... You know, in our first conversation, you, you brought up a very good point. You're saying, you know, a lot of times when, when you hear the word veteran, um, people automatically think, you know, to use you, to paraphrase you, old men, World War One, World War Two, but that's not so much the case, right? They're, they're veterans as young as in their 20s. In their late 20s, um, et cetera. And the majority, like I said, the majority of our veterans fit that. And so one of the things that I want like to do with run is to educate the public about that because normally when you say the word veteran to them that's what they conjure up in their mind um and um and while we do have those veterans uh, and we honor those veterans we can't forget about the newer generation of veterans and what they what they go through yeah i i think that's so very important and i think that's um one of the great things that this run um can help with because um, you know, from my experience, you know, as a civilian on, on Remembrance Day on November 11th here, um, when, we, when we honor our veterans, a lot of the media coverage, if not all of it, is all about the great wars. And, you know, there's been a lot of activity with the Canadian military since those days. And as important as it is to honor those veterans, um, you know, we need to, to put the spotlight on, on the other veterans from, you know, different generations as we move down the line here. Absolutely. The, uh, the longest combat uh, mission that the Canadian forces ever had was Afghanistan. That was 13 years long, you know, uh, and um, uh, we need to, to understand that and recognize that. And we need to know about the cost uh, of, of what that service in that area is like. Um, we are very good as a nation, and I think Branson particularly, in, in honoring those who have made the ultimate sacrifice. But we don't talk about injuries, uh, and, and there's a lot of privacy in that involved, um, of course, but we don't talk about physical injuries, we don't talk about the invisible injuries, the mental health issues, uh, such as PTSD and uh, operational stress injury, etc. Um, and, and no one goes to those combat missions and comes back unscarred. There's always an effect. Yeah, that's that's a that's a really good point. You know, the uh, the injuries um, aren't necessarily always going to be physical. I mean, you can have you know physical injuries and mental injuries, and if you're lucky enough to come out physically unscathed, like you had just alluded to, 
there's still going to be some sort of effect on your psyche. And, you know, in, in my line of work, I'm a paramedic uh, as a profession, this podcast and running is, is very much a passion and hobby of mine, but uh, there's been a lot of work in the past few years um, in terms of, of raising awareness for mental health and having peer support and stuff like that in my profession. And, and I think it's been very well received. And um, so, you know, the, this run uh, in particular with the Legion is, is, is important for those uh, for those reasons as well, I guess, for the members there, eh? Absolutely. Um, the point of the run, there's two aspects that are running, but one is, as I've already mentioned, to educate the public, but also to integrate um, the, uh, the veterans more into the public sphere. Um, they tend to be isolated. Um, and um, so I think if we can bring both groups together, uh, and they can do something healthy and, 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 and you know, exercise-based activity, um, and, and get to know each other a little better, um, then, then that's something, uh, an accomplishment in the right direction. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, that's very important. And, you know, there's, there's that comfort level, I guess, when, when you're talking about, you know, past experiences, I guess, um, from going overseas and serving, um, there may be some hesitancy to speak to somebody who doesn't share those same experiences with you and you know a lot of those those conversations can bring up you know pretty raw emotions and memories and and i guess there's some comfort there in in having that camaraderie with people that have have been there and can understand what you're going through right and i guess it's just one of the things that uh you can't really have with somebody who hasn't had those experiences it just some, things get lost in translation would you say that's fair Absolutely, uh, and, and it's difficult to get veterans to talk about it. Um, I've done a lot of remembrance day services uh, in Brampton over the last 50 years, um, and the thing that does not get talked about uh, afterwards when we're sitting around having a cool and refreshing beverage uh, are the bad times. They'll all talk about the funny stories and the interesting stories, but they don't talk about it. So uh, what we've done is... Now, unfortunately, you know, we're virtual this year, but um, we've built into the run um, a peer support group uh, for veterans to come just before the run starts and get together, closed off from the public, entirely private. Um, and, uh, and and we do these peer support groups from time to time. Uh, we haven't been able to do it last year because of COVID. But what it is, is they come in, uh, it's all veterans, and they get to talk about what they're going through now you know, in terms of, of, of any issues that they're having, et cetera, and, and get the support of the veterans around them and, and, and find out that they're not the only one going through this. Um, and uh, I think it's vital for them to understand that. And, and then there's discussions about how, okay, well, this is how I got over it. So maybe that will help you and et cetera. Uh, so it's an important thing. And it's not only just veterans. I mean, we open, when we do them, we open them up to uh, police officers, paramedics, et cetera, because what you guys go through on a day-to-day -day basis. I mean, you're our frontline worker now, you know, and, and, and yeah. And so we don't care um, whether or not you develop PDST because of military service or as a paramedic or a police officer, you're welcome. And, and, and uh, so, yeah, we, we need to build that up a bit more and hopefully COVID restrictions will relax so we can start doing it again. But it was meant to be a live, part of the live event this year. Mm -hmm. It's unfortunate that we can't experience that this year, but it's also good to know that, you know, um, 
you've you've extended that invitation um, to frontline workers, police, firefighters, paramedics, and you know I know that uh, there are a lot of a lot of veterans that are working on the forces um, with the police, firefighters, and paramedics. I had a good friend of mine, Patrick, who a few years ago uh, was deployed over to Afghanistan, and um, you know, for me as his friend, it was it was surreal to say like, hey man, like you're going to war. Like it was just surreal, you know. And I don't know what it was like from his perspective, but I was I was lucky enough to receive some phone calls from him when he was over there. So it was nice to to get that check in, and and he's back now and and back to work, and um, you know, so. It's it's it takes a toll not only on family and friends but uh, you know there's there's a bunch of people that care about these soldiers these men and women that are going over to serve our country so um, it's more than you know that one individual who's uh, affected by everything right right yeah yeah um, so let's talk a little bit about the run here I know we've touched a lot on on why this run is is important for the community and for the veterans um, is there anything else you can expand upon as to why this, this run is so important and why we need it. Okay, so I think, especially now during COVID restrictions, this is a healthy family event that you can do. Um, uh, we have a 10K um, timed run, uh, we have a 5K timed run, and we have a 5K watt slash run. And that's, you know, you can do that with family. You pick the location. You know, you can get your, your, your family. And we do have a, a few family groups that have registered for this. Um, and so you pick the location. You don't have to wait until the 24th to do it. Once you're registered, do it anytime you like. Um, and so it's one of the few activities right now that you can do outdoors um, dur during uh, this, this thing. And you're also supporting, you know, um, our veterans. Um, and, um, and so that's important. Um, and again, you know, I think it's important for them to know that there's support out there. So even though it's virtual, they're going to know because we're posting on two different websites and two different uh, Facebook pages, um, everything that's happening. Um, and so the veterans will see that. Uh, so it's important from a number of different aspects, but uh, there's also um, a 5K team challenge that's for Canadian, members of the Canadian Forces. Um, and uh, so that's a five-person team. They're going to run five kilometers back as team win, basically, uh, and have the bragging rights. Uh, and, but we've also accepted uh, a team from Field Regional Police. So we're going to have you know a little bit of inter-service competition there. <laughs> so that could be good. That could be good. Uh, and this is the first time we're doing, uh, although it's the third annual Run for Veterans, this is the first time the team challenge is happening. So this year, they'll have rights that uh, no matter who wins it later, they can always say, yeah, but we were the first one. That's right. The, the trailblazers, if you will. Yeah. 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 That's good. A little healthy competition. Never hurt anybody, eh? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So how, how is this, um, this uh, team, team race uh, structured? Are you taking, are you adding all of their times up to see who has the best time or how does that work for you? No, it'll be, uh, first of all, they can't run as a team because of COVID, so they're all running individually, but they're downloading from Race Roster, our registration site, um, RunKeeper, which is a timing app. Okay. And so it will time their app for them, and it will also upload it onto the, onto the Race Roster website for them. Uh, and so we're going to take the slowest, uh, the slowest score uh, for that team, or, or slowest timing, sorry, for that team, that will be the team's time. Uh, when we put this together, we had envisioned them running together 
Uh, and like I mentioned earlier, they're, you know, uh, when you run as a group, uh, you know, there's motivation there, there's assistance there, and, and et cetera. Uh, but unfortunately, we have to do it now that where they all run individually and put their time in. But next year, we'll be able to do it as a group. Yeah, absolutely. I think, you know, having somebody there with you physically to, to motivate you when you're when you're starting to hurt, your legs are hurting, your lungs are burning, it definitely helps. But I think, you know, the motivation is still there, even though it's virtual and they are running on their own, because you're still part of that team. And, you know, I like the way you set it up, because the slowest time is, is the time for the entire team. So I'm sure everybody's going to try to run at, at their highest uh, ability. So, you know, even though they're taking the slowest time, it's still going to be the best time they can they can muster i'm hearing from some team members that they're actually uh doing the 5k a couple of times before they do the timing of it because they want to you know they, they basically want to rehearse and, and, and warm up and, and and then do it you know they're not going to go, go out and do it cold because yeah they they don't want to be the slowest time on their team yeah yeah good stuff yeah it's all about kind of getting warmed up and uh being able to perform right right Oh, that's pretty exciting stuff. I like that. Um, so you had mentioned um, in our last conversation, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think you were saying children who are 12 and under can participate for no, no fee? Absolutely correct. Because so, we want to encourage families to participate. So if you're 12 or under, um, yeah, there's no charge. And, and they'll still get the race ready, uh, the runner's kit, uh, which is a pretty good kit this year. So they'll get the t-shirt and the run medal and, 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 and a bunch of other goodies that we've gathered from uh, our community partners. Um, so that's all part of it, yeah. If we want families out there. Oh, that's wonderful. You know, I have a I have a son who will be eight uh, this summer, and um, since he was was um, you know an infant, I had him running with me in the jogging stroller. And you know, as he's gotten older, he would come out with me and ride on his bicycle beside me while I run and. And now uh, this year he's wanted to try running with me. So we're doing a lot of run walk type of stuff and he's really enjoying it. So I think uh, I'm going to bring him along. I'll get him signed up for this race too. And uh, it will likely be his first medal that he gets. So uh, we've got our eyes on a few virtual runs uh, this year together. So it's, it's something pretty exciting as a father to be able to share that with him. And, and if I can show him, um, you know, what it's like to support our veterans at a young age. Hopefully that'll be uh, instilled in him at a young age too, and he can carry that on. It is exciting. Uh, my son is actually, uh, was the first person to register for this race. Uh, and he's running 10K. He's a good runner. Uh, and, but I, it was just immense pride to have your family involved and, 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 and sharing the run with them. Um, so I can, I can completely understand where you're coming from. That's yeah, a good thing. Yeah. He's a lot older than you. My, my son's 31. So he, yeah. <laughs> a little bit older than, than eight. A little eight. bit older than yours, yeah. <laughs> That's great. Um, so beyond your son, do you have any other family members that are going to be participating in this? Absolutely. I've got a brother, uh, um, a couple of nephews. I've, my sister is running. She's an amazing runner. Uh, she's 58. Uh, but, but in the first two runs, uh, she's achieved the fastest score in her event. She was running 5K. Uh, but she's also training for the Ironman competition in Arizona next year. Uh, like, yeah, she, she's, uh, and she got into it when she was around 50. She never oh. ran before then. But, no but, uh, but she, yeah, she's quite amazing. Uh, and, and the person who always comes in second to her, and, and who I think is going to be trying to beat her this year, is Mayor Patrick Brown of Brampton. Uh, he had some pretty decent scores, too. 
Uh, yeah, but it's pretty hard to beat my character. <laughs> there you go. A little bit of a rivalry there, eh? Absolutely. That's great. Yeah. Um, I want to talk so a, a little bit about the pictures you had sent me. So I put up on my Instagram account. It's just that trail underscore tails uh, underscore ARP. And yeah, you had sent me a photo of Patrick Brown, I guess, participating in the was I guess it wouldn't have been last year. I guess the first one. No, it was a, li a live one. event, right? Yeah, that was the inaugural one at Chincuzi Park. Yeah, yeah, Chincuzi Park, which, which is a great park, by the way, to to hold the event. And then you sent me another another photo, and I'm just gonna uh, click his name here. So it's World War II vet uh, George Posty Burroughs. Potsky, George Potsky Burroughs. Potsky, yeah. Tell me a little bit about him. I don't know how we got the nickname Potsky. Potsky is 103 years old. Wow. Um, and um, he's one of the most our most beloved veterans, I love Patrick. Um, and Patsy has always been involved. He can't, you know, this year. Uh, and last year, the picture I think was from last year, um, the could be cake, you know, he's not able to do it. Uh, so he had uh, a chairlift that takes him from, and it cuts from, you know, main floor to the basement. He just rode up and down and up and down all day on that thing. Just, well, if I can't do it around, I'm going to do this instead. Uh, yeah, so that was... Uh, yeah, so we do get pretty wide support. Yeah, yeah, that that's a great story, and I love the photo of him there. I'm just looking at it now, and he's holding up the Brampton Run for Veterans flyer. It looks like, or the race program, and sitting on his chair that I guess he was going up and down all day long. So yeah. that's great. That's great to to see that he's still doing that and participating. And it, uh, man, that really just motivates me to get out there more and 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 do it too, right? So yeah, uh, it's such it's such good stuff. Such good stuff. Um, so you had mentioned your, your community partners. Why don't we talk about them a little bit? Um, let's shed some light on, on who they are. I'm just overwhelmed with the amount of community support we're getting. Um, it's not just Brampton either. Um, we have, um, we've got runners in Brampton. Uh, we've got runners um, in Ottawa and on the Bruce Peninsula. We've got a, a runner in London, England, who's doing 10K for us. Um, but the community partners are all three levels uh, uh, of government, elected officials from all three levels of government, a couple of MPs, an MPP, uh, you know, obviously Mayor Brown is, is not only running, but he's one of the honorary chairs uh, of the event. Um, but we also have a community group, uh, Rotary Club, huge support from them. Uh, they're sending me, they've been sending me pictures for three days of their members who have already completed the run. Wow. So I'm gonna put them together with a collage and get them up, get them out in, in, on the internet. Um, and, uh, uh, but we have also have veteran-owned businesses. Uh, there's one in Brampton called Mary Mac Promotions. Um, a business that does event promotions from every single level, and they've assisted us in terms of designing and, and manufacturing our finishing medals this year, the trophy for the 5K uh, team challenge. Um, uh, Scott King owns that company. Uh, he started it with his father, uh, Frank King, uh, Scott and Frank are veterans. Their grandfather was a veteran. Um, so there's at least three generations there of veterans in Brampton. We also have a real estate agent in Toronto. Uh, their organization is Team Mac. Um, this guy is a veteran, uh, but he understands he specializes in Canadian Forces personnel. You know, if you get posted from one end of the country to another, you know, or from this country to another country, uh, these things happen rapidly. Uh, and, and you need to, uh, you know, you, you may need to buy or you may need to sell. He's been through that and, and he specializes in that. Uh, there's also a gentleman in uh, Quebec who does some amazing glass work. 
um, and he, he a veteran as well. Um, he's on there uh, as a, a community partner. And all, all the links to all these companies are on our, our website, et cetera, and our Facebook pages. Um, what else do we have? Oh, we have downtown Brampton BIA, which is a business improvement area. They've got 300 members of Brampton businesses, and, uh, et cetera, uh, that are supporting us. Um, we have, uh, yeah, uh, the uh, Cruising for a Cure is a huge, it's one of the biggest car shows, uh, vintage car shows in Canada. It's held in Brampton every September when COVID allowed. Sure. Um, and uh, so we've assisted them in the past with that. And now they're back in us up as well uh, on this. Uh, and it's in, um, in aid of research for prostate cancer. Is what they is what they're in existence for. So they're also on. So we've got service groups, we've got elected officials, we've got veteran-owned businesses. Uh, yeah, the, the community as a whole is coming together on this, and I'm very pleased with it. That's amazing to hear, and I think it's you know for those of us listening, uh, please definitely click on on the links in the show notes that I'll put up and uh, check out these businesses and and let's support our veteran-owned businesses because you know with all the restrictions and stuff right now, it's hard for any business really to kind of um, make it income and, and get to work and, and people are struggling. So any way we can support them, let's, uh, let's back them and, and do that. Eh? Thank you. Yeah. 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 So important. So important. All right. Um, so, you know, we're kind of getting near the end of our interview, uh, here, Henry. Um, but, uh, one last thing I wanted to ask, I guess, is being a virtual event, I guess it gives you a little bit of a different range in terms of, of runners that, that are going to participate, right? If it's a local run, obviously you're gonna get people who are local who are gonna come running, but but being virtual, have you had people from from other countries or other areas uh, sign up? Absolutely, I've got um, one runner in London, England, um, who is uh, gonna do a 10K. Um, and uh, I've got runners in Ottawa, I've got runners on the group Nicola Pincardon up there, runners in Toronto. Uh, you're, you're quite right, when we did the live event, all the runners were Brantonians, you know, or, or, or from the immediate area. Sure. Uh, and so I think going forward, uh, I'm going to keep uh, the virtual element. Uh, even when we're going to do live events, I'm going to keep virtual events uh, in, in the fourth annual Grant to Run for Veterans so that people outside of the area who can't come to the live event um, uh, can still participate. That's great. That's great. And, um... You know, this podcast is listened to in about, I think, 50 countries, um, people download it. So whether, you know, I know there are some Canadians that are living abroad as well. And if they're listening, where can, where can we go uh, sign up for the race? Can you just let us know again? Absolutely. You go to Race Roster um, okay. and, and you can look up the annual grant to run for veterans uh, with respect to uh, running kits. I don't care where you are. I'll get it to you. I'll mail it to you. Uh, that's what we're doing. Uh, so you will get everything that every other runner gets, I, I, uh, no matter what country you're in. Um, and so, yeah, and you can do everything online there. Um, and if you want a timed event, um, then download RunKeeper, which is on the site, on the registration site, you can download it from there, uh, and it will upload everything for you. Awesome. So everything you need is uh, at the one stop there at Race Roster. Absolutely. 
Wonderful. Henry, it's been a pleasure uh, speaking with you. I really appreciate you coming on the show and uh, talking about the, the Brampton Run for Veterans. Uh, it's important work you're doing, so thank you for that. And uh, to everybody there, please uh, pass on a hello from myself. And uh, I have one last thing to say to you, Henry, and that is to run wild, my friend. <laughs> thank you very much. Some people have said in the past that I've been doing that a long time. <laughs> <laughs> well, don't stop. <laughs> I won't. Okay, thank you, sir. Trailtales ERP now has a brand new YouTube channel. You can head over there through our website and check out all our latest videos. And please don't forget to subscribe. If you could also leave us a review on wherever you get our podcast from, that would be greatly appreciated. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram at trail underscore tales underscore ARP. And you can also join our Strava running group at Trailtales ARP. Thank you so much for your continued support. Run wild.